try that again. Make sure to clap. One more time. Make sure to clap with the chicken in your hand, though. Is that better? I guess. Chickens are everywhere. It's like a war zone in here. <laughs> Fried oh, chicken. Everywhere. <clears throat> oh, this episode is brought to you by Audible.com. <laughs> if you like to listen to books on Audible, then More saliva. visit. Then visit. Letter. Audible.com slash Justin Guardians. Get a free 30 day trial and a free book. Something like that. <laughs> For our audio only listeners, that'll sound way different than what we see. <laughs> eating chicken, uh, just in case that didn't come through on just audio alone. He's reading chicken and eating books. I think yes. I sold it. Re- reading chicken and eating books. <laughs> oh my god. Well, hello everybody and welcome to episode 64 of just some guardians uh i'm elmer fudd and with me i have my beautiful co-host we got sandbag bob and the ever risen russell Hello. that's just the only sounds we're gonna get from him all night it's just it's the yeah, pustular russell mad sucking sounds what where'd you get that chicken is that kfc no is, is it Popeye's? Is not as good as it once was. No, that is actual fact. Yeah. Is it Popeye's? No, it's, it's Church's. Oh, Church's chicken, yeah, yeah. No, no, so um No, Popeye's chicken is the best, actually. Sorry. Do you know how many times you've said that? Uh two times tonight. The one time that you went and had Popeye's, every time after that, you've been like, dude, you guys will never believe that I had Popeye's chicken. No, I know. But it's okay. Man. No, but seriously, KFC is like ugh. terrible. My um, so my grandpa, his favorite, though the one that's dead, um, his oh um, yeah, his uh, his favorite place was KFC, and so on the anniversary of his death date every year, we all like though we have a big Facebook group of all the extended family, and we all go to KFC that day and post pictures of everyone eating there, and it's pretty cool, but. Guys, it's getting rough. That place does not taste good. I remember when I was like, when I was younger, it was the best chicken. Oh, yeah. It was, it used to be really good. Now. Do you remember? I don't know if they still have it, but they they had for a while, like the greatest thing known to man. And I feel like Ron Swanson from Parks and Rec would be all over it. But the double down chicken sandwich. Oh, yeah. There's two deep fried chicken breasts. (sighs) Slapped together with Thousand Island dressing and bacon with cheese. I remember the first time I saw a commercial for that, I was like, my doctor just called me and said, you're dying just watching the, oh. So good. But every time I ate one, and I probably had more than I care to ever admit out loud, (laughs) I feel like my lifespan is cut in half. Well, I like Not to 50! But the chicken breast was too thick, so it was too chicken breasty. And I'm not a big fan of chicken breast unless it's fried. So you prefer chicken titties? 
I, yes. Yeah, chicken. Take old chicken. I babies. like thighs and legs. I like the dark meat. I don't like a lot of white meat. Does Lindsay know? The effervescent Russell is very sensual tonight. I'm giving an effervescent Russell to this chicken. (laughs) How's it going, Peter? Glad you stopped by. Oh, my God. Well, while we're just uh, setting this show on fire this week, we're going to just dive straight into a screenplay we should have done 60 episodes ago. Yep. So, um... No introduction here at all. Just Laz, it's finally happening. You're welcome. Wait, Which wait, one am wait. I again? All oh, right, right. Yeah, I know, right? <clears throat> Who am I? Open. All right, you ready? We're we're setting the scene. Open on three individuals standing on an outcropping of rock in the middle of the waterfall on Nessus. Hey guys, uh, guess what? <laughs> you finally discovered a cure for. You dreamed of electric sheep? Found the secret to good ramen? Uh, What? Uh, Have you been drinking? (laughs) Sorry. I've been studying up on human behaviorisms. Such fascinating creatures. There's no way they can get brain freezes from eating a substance called ice cream too quickly. Is that what that fancy scientific term you used means? Wow. So, uh, how are we still losing the fight to those idiots if they're freezing their own brains? <laughs> how should I know? I'm not in charge of logistics. Oh, what is it you wanted to say before I rudely interrupted you? Ah, right. I have something to add to the meeting. We're not installing bidets. 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 I, look, look, that that was a joke that one one time. Clearly, we have no need for those devices. Just like you joked about this thing called a dating app. Look, they asked for ideas to help keep the meetings flowing, and nobody was saying anything, so I blurted something out. <laughs> Everything you said was pretty dumb. I'm pretty sure everybody laughed internally at you. You forget that we've had emotions programmed out of us. Humor is not something we get. <laughs> it was in the human history books. It seemed like the right emotion to describe the situation, regardless of our lack of an ability to understand it. If I knew what depression felt like, and now... You guys are jerks. Wait, if we don't understand emotions, then how come you know the word joke? You're not the only one who's been reading up on humans. We need to understand their puny minds if we ever expect to conquer them. If that could lead to the domination we've planned, then how come the higher-ups haven't thought of it first? Because they know it's superfluous. Because they know it would just lead to another loss of one of our greatest minds ever. The great minds you refer to are clearly not that great since they're all dead. Think about that. I find it incredibly difficult to think about anything without everyone else knowing exactly what I'm thinking. 
Exactly my point. Nobody is thinking about anything because everyone knows what everyone else is thinking. The higher-ups don't think of these sorts of things because we all would think about it as well. Stupid. I don't remember voting on a hive-mind approach to our group. Nobody voted on anything, remember? Just because we have biological components doesn't mean we get a choice in any of this. LCD printer phases onto the rock next to the others. You're there, it's about to be patrolling the area. I'm keeping an eye out. Fire intruders, why are you just standing around? We've been debating the mystery of human lives. Controlling. Is that some sort of high joke? Wait. You know what jokes are, too? Of course I do. Weren't you at the last meeting where the higher-ups discussed additional studying of the human histories? I was at the last meeting last week, right? Oh, Jesus. You missed the meeting this morning. Unbelievable! I didn't even know about weight. None of you noticed I was missing? Could I? You all look exactly alike. Isn't isn't that racist or something? Hashtag offended. What? No. It's I. This is why I don't speak to underlings. Uh, here's context for you, sir. Uh, this moron is the same one who asked, Why are your critical hitboxes in our abdomens instead of our heads? Ah, that's right. Uh, well, we dug you out of the garden after the heart catastrophe. Maintenance said you had a flu fluid leakage. They couldn't fix it. Wait, we have a maintenance department? Do they fill out TPS cover sheets, too? Okay, they're banned from the archives. I don't know why we ever put human video recordings in there. This operation is a complete cluster rocket. Bit confused by your choice of words, but message understood, sir. Cut. Now, because halfwit over here missed the morning meeting, let's have a quick rundown of the major talking points. First, roll call. Go. Shunter is present. Uh, Poonter is present. Grunter is here. And you all saw it. And I'm LCD printer. Okay, moving to topic one. Wait, how come you get a bigger name than us? Because I'm the Minotaur here. And you three are just lowly goblins. I have a shield. You do not. I am the boss. You are the underlings. I have a bigger name. That's the way things work around here. Can I get a promotion then? I could become... <sighs> Cricket sounds, which makes no sense, because there are no crickets on Nessus. Shit, even the writer is confused. No. No heavy runner. Okay. Okay, listen. The higher-ups need us to move. Ever since our conversation of this rock came to its screeching halt, there's been less and less of a need to have all of us just milling about. Where are we heading, sir? We are four. We four are being sent as an advanced scouting party to the root 
of that human disease. Ah, uh, isn't it too soon to be using the word root after what happened on Mercury? Ah, that was the ago. We moved past that. So which mind will be helping to install and then convert the human world? The most dangerous and cunning of all Vex minds. <gasps> a feculent mind. Whoa, wait. Isn't feculous another word for... Uh, yes, yes. It's another way of saying excrement, dung, poop, whatever. Lohumian, whatever dare mess with the feculence mind. Does this mind know about, like, spicy things? There was something in the archives. Cast audio recording. Spike dumps. Oh, we don't talk about that anymore. It still gives the Hydra's nightmares every time they see a human <sighs> with that disgusting bumblebee shader thing. Moving on. We will leave immediately for the human world. Wait! Can maintenance fix my leaks first? That's a waste of resources. We've predicted an 87.329% chance of you dying gruesomely on the human world, so leak whatever you want. No pay. No benefits, no vacation. This job blows. There will be no blowing here. That's a disgusting human tradition that just makes a mess everywhere. Uh, when did blowing bubbles become that bad? Shut up! We're phasing out to the human world now. Everyone phases out except for Grunter. <laughs> I leaked on my foot. Grunter faces out while leaking radial air and fluid everywhere. His survival is in question. Will the squad of Vex begin the takeover of Earth? Will Grunter stop leaking personal fluid all over everything? Will anyone explain why their names rhyme with each other? Find out on the next episode of Goblins and Minotaurs. Oh, shit. Da, 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 da. Wait, no, that doesn't match. Does yeah, that doesn't, that doesn't match at all. That man, a sequel. That was incredible. I'm growing attached to Grunter. Grunter, I'm gonna call him Grunter next time. He will talk with a German accent. <laughs> I think Grunter. every time they should speak differently. Uh, Punter is—he's <laughs> a very fun guy. Uh, great at parties. <laughs> Grunter, I was channeling my inner uh, sphincter for LCD printer. Your inner suit. <laughs> you know. I don't want to know if you're channeling your sphincter. His, not just his sphincter, his inner sphincter. That's a whole well, other you muscle. You do technically have two sphincters. Exactly. He's, forget the outer one. We're all about the innie, you know what I'm saying. But, oh, boy. That's that's some deep shit. Just like that with Halo with all the sphincters. Oh, no. God. Yes, I Mom. remember that. Hey, speaking of, um, freaking the Master Chief Collection's coming to PC. That's pretty crazy. Coming to Pook? Coming to Pook? Coming to Steam? I don't, I don't, I just want the uh, Mass Effect trilogy for PS4. Yeah, that'd be incredible. I, I would play that. The big thing, because um, 
they're adding Halo Reach to the collection, which is one of my favorites. So I'm I'm pumped for that. I liked. I'm I'm weird. I loved ODST. I don't I know why I couldn't get into that one. I I loved ODST. It was really hard. Mm-hmm. I think that might be why I liked it because I like hard things. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, you do. Well, they brought back the Magnum on that one too, although yeah. it was heavily nerfed. ODST was the first Halo game that I actually played. Really? Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. Me and, um, and then I got Reach. Me and Russ played the <laughs> way too much Halo. Yeah. My well, friend Johnny. Multiplayer game at the time. Johnny was all about Halo, and I did not have an Xbox. All we had was our GameCube. And so my shooter days were spent playing Time Splitters Two and Time oh, Splitters so Future Perfect. Yeah, yeah. I just had a I had a PS2. Russell had the Xbox. It was just because I basically spent my entire teenage life sleeping on his couch. Yep. So mm-hmm. every like almost every night, we were just split screen co oping the campaigns on all of them, mm-hmm. and it and would be like, oh, together. the sun's coming up. Whoops. Yeah. Yep. That and Guitar Hero. We played a lot of Guitar Hero. A dude. lot of Guitar Hero, dude. And then Gears of War. Gears of War. Played. Um, we played Super Smash Brothers quite a bit too. Yeah, we had. Um, you remember the? We ran a couple of Halo tournaments, land p- tournaments in the basement. Yeah, when we had like Craig and Clay and Louie and all them. It was fun because oh, yeah. like everyone was so worried about screen peeking. So we actually, I don't know if you remember, we'd like taped sheets halfway through the screens. So if you looked around the room, there was like three TVs with one person like underneath the sheet looking at the bottom half of the TV. Yeah. <laughs> nope. We, we've done that. We oh, yeah. used to do that with Time Splitters because it was couch co-op only. Mm-hmm. God, Time Splitters was so good. Couch coop. Well, I enjoyed Time Splitters. Speaking of tournaments, I guess, um, if anyone didn't know, I ran a me, yeah, tell us about it. me about Reeb, it. and uh, Ferg, a.k.a. Booty Sweat, hosted a uh, Apex Legends tournament, and uh, <laughs> don't mean to brag, but we won. <laughs> yeah. So were you, ab- were, were you able to set up, like, a private server to pull everybody in? Or how no, no, no. So how we had it set up, that have been, I would have loved that. That would have been fun. But um, luckily it worked out. We had a point system set up. So every kill you got was a point. If you oh. won, if you won the game, you got five points. If you got in the top three, you got two points. And we just ran for a two-hour window. And so doing that it allowed us to do every platform. So we had people on, we had teams on PS4, on PC, and then Xbox One. So it was cool because oh. everyone got to play. Because a lot of the tournaments that happen at the high levels are like PC only, no console, blah, 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 blah. and we're like, that's dumb. Like let everyone play. Right. So, so I think we had nine teams total across all the yeah. platforms playing. Wow. And so we had one team that started super late that joined last minute. Um, they couldn't think of a name, so we named them for, we not thought of a name for them, so they were team last minute dipshits. <laughs> <laughs> but um, so since they were playing so much later than everyone else, we decided we were just going to shout cast the first hour and then we'd play with them so they weren't playing alone. Not that it mattered, but it's just kind of fun knowing that like another team is, you know, pushing for points at the same time as you. Yeah. So so that was a lot of fun. Um, 
but yeah, so I've never, I haven't done a, like a tournament style thing since like modern warfare two. So it was kind of really intense to be in that mindset. And, and we, uh, we put on the, uh, the soundtrack for the greatest showman. Nice. <laughs> Cause we had a, we had a bot in the discord so we could all listen to music at the same time. And so we just played, <laughs> played the album and went for it. It was so much fun. That's fantastic. So yeah, so we wound up, uh, we were team gorilla enclosure and, um, and yeah, we came out, I think 120 points and then the late start team, which was kind of cool that we started late with them. Cause they were like the closest team to us. I think they ended at like 105. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was a lot. It was so much fun. And it was, I got to meet a bunch of people through, um, reached out to like a random, um, apex legends podcast just like hey you guys want to jump in and, and they agreed so we met all them and a few other people i'd never met jumped in and it was a lot of fun so That's were you awesome. playing on pc or were you playing on ps4 i was playing on pc and I it still was need to get that game and try it you should it's a lot of, it's a lot of fun it's um <laughs> yeah well it's you know we're, we're past the honeymoon phase and you know all the issues are coming out now but sure but it's still it's still a lot of fun well, I mean, it's free to play. So even exactly. if it has issues, it's a lot more understandable because it's free. Mm-hmm. It's it's re- I think it's really hard to be mad at a game for being free and having a couple of mistakes. Well, if it's PvP, it's very easy to get mad, but <laughs> yeah, that's fair. But yeah, cuz they, they just their battle pass season 1 just launched and they just launched a new uh legend, Octane, mm-hmm. and he's he's pretty he reminds you like at first, I thought it was basically like a junk rat because he's got, he's got two prosthetic legs. Which oh, are, okay, that was the one I, I yeah, said yeah. So he's got two prosthetic legs, and then he's like, he's basically like a heroin addict. He just injects himself all the time to run super fast. <laughs> and then, uh, oh, sounds kind of fun. It is really cool. And then, so when you inject yourself, you lose a little bit of health. So his passive is that he slowly refills health over time. And then uh, his oh. ultimate ability, he throws down this jump pad you can use to, like, launch places. Uh-huh. And then, um, so I just assumed it was because, like, everyone's doing a character like that. So I just assumed it'd be Australian because that's what everyone does to copy Junkrat. And he's sure. actually uh, he's actually Hispanic. So his voice land has just got that awesome, awesome voice. And the lines are fun. Yeah, he's really cool. Wait, like Antonio Banderas? Like Antonio Banderas, yes. I guess he's Spanish. He's not Hispanic. I'm a terrible racist now. Yeah. You could be a Nico Montoya. No, maybe it's... I can't... I'll look it up. Hold on. Maybe he's Spanish. Inigo Montoya. It's depending on which article you read is what they said. So I'm going to have to look up the official thing. But yeah. Really good. Octane is Spanish. I'm actually really enjoying video games these days. Specifically games that are releasing new characters. Mm -hmm. Are exploring different... Like, like bringing new ethnicities to the forefront. Because I know Overwatch just released Batiste, who's Haitian. Yeah. And I love that. And I guess now Octane is just... It, just, it makes me so happy because that... Yeah. Oh, it yeah. makes me happy. Tell me a little bit about Batiste because I haven't played Overwatch. In I, do, I don't want to... I don't, I don't want to get into that tonight because I'll talk for like an hour. Okay. Just know he can't oh. die. And when you're fighting him, it's well, bullshit. Yeah, he's, <laughs> he's, he's got an immortality field that he can put down that protects the whole team. And I'm still learning to play him, but if if I have another healer with me, 
where like like mom and I were playing the other night. For those of you that are new to the show, my mother plays Overwatch, and she's probably as good, if not better, than you. Um, yeah, truth. Just saying. Um, so anyway, is, is Batista a healer? Batiste is a healer, Support, but his yeah. his gun it's a three round burst. Like what what, what kind of gun is that? It's yeah, it's it's kind of like it's it's like an assault rifle with a grenade launcher attached underneath. So you got a triple oh. round burst you can fire. It's got a magazine of like 31? 30 some, yeah. 30 something. But and then. Um, his, his grenades, the grenades it launches heal. Yeah. They don't do any damage to enemies, but they heal everyone that they hit. And then he's got uh, on a. It's over a 10 second cooldown. I think it might be 15 seconds, 12 or 15 second cooldown. It's a burst AoE heal over time around him. It's the only way he can heal himself. Yeah, because his grenades don't heal himself. Um, yeah, and then he's got his immortality field, which puts out this beacon that is very bright and shiny, and it hovers above the ground. Everyone under it can't be killed. All of the allies can't be killed. But you can kill the beacon and then kill everyone, which is really easy to do, and I don't know why more people don't do it. Well, yeah. Zenata um, has an immortality field too, doesn't he? Well, that's his ult. Yeah. Batiste's ult is a different thing. It puts up this wall, like this this. Oh, that's not shield. even ult? No, it's on like a 20-second cooldown, though. What? But the difference, so with Zenyatta's, it heals everyone to a full and keeps them there. But with his, you can damage them anybody. to like, yeah, you can damage them to like 5% health, but it uh, won't go past that last five. So it gives them yeah. time to heal up. But if you can destroy the thing or the, it ends and no one's healed, everyone is there at 5%. You just wipe them anyway, but... It's right. kind of like a oh god diva bomb oh god junk rat right. rip tire boom you know yeah exactly let's survive this and then hopefully we can get past kind of cool though yeah and that's so he's he's really good like his his alt then puts out a uh, um like a I don't know like a I don't know how to describe think of like divas. Defense matrix, but matrix. it's like a wall. Yeah, it's like it's like a shield out in front. Oh, not a, a shield, a field out in front. And any healing or damage that your allies put through it is doubled. So it's a really good thing for him to put it out and then put a bastion behind. Lob it. healing grenades <laughs> through it because yeah. it's gonna right. Well, yeah. Or Moira's healing orb that goes through it oh, is yeah. double the strength, or damage orb is double the strength. Yeah, because if you can. You can get if you that old down and then maybe like Moira's beam thing, that would be a ridiculous amount. Of Any damage. anyone's alt people just he's a really interesting character. Jake was messing around with him in the training ground earlier, and he made the comment, and he's he's like exactly right. Um, he uses every button. Yeah, every button, every single button you can imagine in that game. Like Batiste uses it. Well, like sure. a lot of the heroes they're adding are like are like that, where you're constantly doing stuff. Right. That would make it more exciting, especially for Overwatch League. If you're constantly doing something, then that adds the excitement for when people are watching during Overwatch League. So it makes sense that they would be adding characters. <clears throat> there. Yeah, and then because Overwatch League is always like a patch behind, right? Right. So, so the next section, stage, of... stage one playoffs are going off right now. So stage Correct. two, I'm hoping, hoping Batiste will be in because he shuts down 
alts that can, you know, for example, like a Reaper will come in and alt. Okay, well, Batista Immortality Field can just shut that down. Diva Bomb or Junkrat's Bomb. Like, but sadly, none of those characters so, are being used in Overwatch League right now. <laughs> well, yeah, but... Well, I mean, they, they did just tweak the meta, so this whole triple healer, triple tank thing is probably going out the window with the next, next I stage. I hope so. But I love Overwatch League, but it's really, not been as exciting. I can't watch every game because I'm like, I can only watch everyone move as like a tight-knit group in circles around each other for so long. <laughs> I know. This this has been the most, like, I watched the first three games the Outlaws played, and I haven't watched anything else because everyone's, it's the same six characters. Yep. Maybe one or two have switched. And they're and all holding each other's butts. Thing. Yep. Yeah. They just it's move so in boring. circles around each other, and you're just like... And the, the players are it's, bored, too. Right. They're like, we can't. Yeah, I really hope that this is not fun. Mm. Batiste is awesome. He definitely flips the paradigm a little bit. And I want to get more time with him. So, you know, Russell, Brett, we should totally play Overwatch. Um, if I get time, every the the only thing I've had, I, I had an hour of Anthem today. Maybe a little bit longer. Well, maybe you should, you know... I almost said foreclose on one of your meetings. Maybe you should forego one of your meetings. <laughs> well, you can, just, you can tell I work in the mortgage industry. Yeah, exactly. Pardon <laughs> me, much, folks, this meeting uh, foreclosed. As much as I would love to play games with you guys, I also want to be rich. So. Well, you could be rich in friendship. I am, I'm already rich in friendship. That's what you think. Yeah, we actually hate you like a lot. Um, so, what's your, what's your favorite character to play with, or what's one of the funnest? What? Let's go with what's your favorite character to play with in Apex? Ooh, uh, right now, uh, Blood. Because I I know nothing about any of the characters. Could you give me like a thirty second primer on each one of the characters so I even know who the heck you're talking about? Yeah, sure. Um. I'll do my character last then. Um, oof, let me look at the roster. It's not top of my head right here. I don't want to get it wrong. I know all the abilities. I just don't want to get the names wrong. Here we go. Uh, so you have Bangalore, which is like a straight up like soldier type character. Um, her passive is if she gets oh, shot. That's cool. Yeah. If she gets shot, she runs 40% faster. So she just yeets out. She, I'm gone. That's kind of cool. So if you're getting if you're getting hammered from from behind, you can just be like, Shoo! or like if you're running somewhere and you're like, I wonder if someone's looking at me. Like even you like, I don't know where enemies are, and then you just get shot. You're like there's people here, and you just like take off running behind cover. <laughs> uh, so everyone has a passive, a tactical ability, and an ult. So her tactical ability is she's got a smoke uh, smoke grenade launcher, so she can launch two different sets of smoke grenade and just cover an area and smoke that no one can see through um can she see through it no no it's just mm. smoke there are um on like smaller sized weapons there's a digital threat uh it's a like an exotic site you can find that'll let you actually it'll show people as red oh. as you're scanning through smoke which is pretty okay. cool um and then her ult is she drops like an airstrike from above so these rockets <laughs> like hit the ground and they stay there for a second, and when they explode, they do like a teeny bit of damage, and anyone in it is get gets slowed, and their screen gets all fuzzy for a few seconds. So if you get mm. stuck in there, you're like, oh, good, good, good. 
So it's um, a great good. <laughs> can come in and hammer them hard. Yeah. It's really good to be like, okay, I'm fighting these people and there's another squad coming over here. I'll throw the ult in between me and this squad so they can't sure. get to me because no one wants to run through the minefield, you know. Yeah. Um, you have Caustic, which I think Russ would have fun with. Um, he is a just mental case that likes to, uh, poison people and destroy things. What are you trying to say, Brad? <laughs> You're our DM. We know how messed up you are. I'm literally just going to say he's a uh, DM. His line, if he's, so when you, when you jump out of the, the plane to like land, if he's, his character is a jump master, his line is like, I feel most alive when fastly approaching my death. And I was like, yep, that's Russ. Well, I can see that. So, um, cool. yeah. Um, I'm trying to remember his passive. I can't remember his passive. His tactical, though, is he throws down these uh, these poison barrels that shoot up. And if someone runs past it, it's a trap. And it'll explode and shoot poison gas out, which does like a little teeny ticks of damage and then like blinds them. So they're like, while they're in the gas, they're like, I have no idea what's going on. And it slows them down. And then his ult is he has these giant poison canisters and he just like lobs one and it punctures and it's almost like the smoke grenade but it's just poison gas that does a crap ton of damage and blinds people and slows them down yeah i probably have fun with him yeah so there's there's videos out there where um like there's a there's a house with one room and right. he like throw like baits a whole squad into running into the room and then runs out throws the barrel so they can't open the door all the way and then launches the ult inside the house so it's all just the smoke and just looks through the window and watches them all die. <laughs> That's fantastic. Oh, it's so good. Um, then you got uh, Gibraltar. Um, he He's a big boy. Uh, he's, um, he's Maui, basically. Um, so, <laughs> what can I say? Except you're welcome. So his passive is when he's aiming down sights, it'll actually like this energy shield pops up in front of him, mm -hmm. which is pretty cool. And then his tactical is he throws down basically like a, um, um, oh gosh, <laughs> the gorilla overwatch. Help me. Oh, uh, uh, Winston. 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 He throws down a Winston bubble, basically. Boom. This big energy dome pops out that can, you know, it can protect you from other stuff. And then, oh, we lost Nick. Bye, Nick. His internet was having issues. Hopefully he'll return to us. Probably because he was playing Division. Probably. Also, I think it's because he was doing the the Chrome thing to have video. Oh, yeah, maybe. Yeah. Um. So, and then his ult is another airstrike like Bangalore's, but his drops immediately and it does damage. So it's just like, get away from me. Yeah. Um. There he is. Hello? Oh, okay. Sorry. No, Chrome, 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 and, and Mac OS just do not work well together. Yeah, you're good, dude. You're good. I've never had a problem with it. Good luck. Well, do you have a MacBook Pro? Yes. Okay. That's yeah, good. I don't have a Pro. Yeah. I have the MacBook Adorable. Mine is the one That's that doesn't have any adorable. cooling. It's basically a tablet as a computer. Yeah. Gotcha. That would cause oh. issues. I got it for admin work when I was doing a lot of youth ministry stuff, and which I don't currently do um so yeah it has absolutely no cooling and chrome's resource hog anyone yes, that says it is. otherwise yes, let's fight 
Uh, it's well, even people that love Google are like Chrome. It destroys everything. Um, so real quick, the only thing you missed, Nick, is Gibraltar's ult is he drops another airstrike, but it just drops immediately and does damage to everyone. Ever, like including himself? Yes. Yeah, he can accidentally Ooh. kill himself. Oh. Um, That's cool. One of my, the character I mained at first, uh, her name is Lifeline. Um, she, uh, <laughs> she's got this awesome like Jamaican accent. I love her. Isn't she the one that calls down like the supply drop that yeah. has weapons and stuff? Yeah, it's that's so her um, it's really cool. So her passive ability is she revives people quicker. And when she was reviving people, it actually puts like a shield in front of you. So you're mm. being protected while you're reviving people. So she's she's the medic, basically. Right. Um, and then her tactical is she's got a little drone that she can drop. And if you're near it, it hentai tactical porns you and um, and heals you up. Okay, yeah. I, I for a second I was like, you said it so quickly. I was, <laughs> That's, I was waiting to see your face, and I was like, I was like, did he mean to say that? Was it a flub? And then I was like, no, he definitely <laughs> said anti tentacle point. Yep, of course he did. It's Brett. Yeah. yeah. Hey. Um, and then her ult is yeah, she drops down a care package that can have like really good shields or knockdown shields or like med kits or something. It it can't have weapons in it, but. But it's another like care package. I can't know how many times like there's different tiers of like buying, getting armor in the game, and like all mm-hmm. of us are were, like gray armor tier. So there's gray, blue, purple, gold, and you drop one of hers down and have purple in it. You're like, oh my god, thank you. We're not gonna <laughs> die. <laughs> so she's like, she's super meta right now because of the fast revive time and the the dropping the the care package. Sure. Um, Mirage is a lot of fun. He's, um, I have no idea what ethnicity is supposed to be. Um, but <laughs> he's got the best voice lines in the game. So, um, so he makes copies of himself, mirages that he sends oh, out yeah. and he's, know. he's brought the world, the word bamboozle back to the world. Everyone's using it. Yeah. Boozle. Yeah. He'll be like, go, go bamboozle him. So like, if you're running and looking a direction, it'll send like a perfect mirage of him running that way. Oh, nice. And then so you can so people will like start shooting at that and you'll know where right. people are at. Mm. Or like you can send one to just stand there and it looks like you're looking through your inventory. And then oh, does it actually show when people are looking through their inventory? Does yeah, it like like your person's like patting themselves down and like looking at their gun and stuff. That's kind of cool. Yeah. And then so his passive is when he gets knocked down. Because um, if you, you don't die immediately, like you get knocked down so people can revive you. So when he gets knocked down, he turns not invisible. He's like creamish i don't know pasty i don't know how to describe it he's jizz basically um and then it creates a copy of himself that like super over exaggerates his death he's lying there you know <laughs> so he can try to like get around a corner so he can get revived that's fantastic and then his ult is when he's up it'll send out like a ring of copies of himself and then he turns while he's alive the the cream thing and he can like take off running to get away from stuff how many? Uh, how long do the copies last? Uh, just like a couple, couple seconds, sure. not to like maybe three or four seconds, or until the, they get it, shot. He turns invisible when he casts off copies of himself. No, no, he's still there. It, it just creates them and they run off. Okay. So you can be like, I've seen a lot of people like they're running towards cover, and they'll hit the cover and send their mirage out while they're healing, and so everyone else is using their ammo, thinking he's still running. And then he right. pops out the other side of the rock and 
boom. Jizzes on them. Jizzes on them. Yeah, he's Precise. a lot of fun. <laughs> One of my favorite because he's a go bamboozle, so he'll like mess up the word. So randomly, it's it's my favorite when he, he sends it out. He'll be like, go ba 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 go mess them up. <laughs> I love it. Um, Pathfinder is a big robot. He has a Pathfinder. His, Pathfinder. Yeah, I do it every time. Pathfinder. So his passive is there's these beacons all around the map, and so he's a robot. He can access them, and it'll show you where the next circle will be. Oh. So you know exactly where to go. Mm-hmm. which is pretty cool. And then his um, tactical is he's got a little grapple hook that he can use to like pull himself onto roofs or swing. Oh, cool. So you can yeah. like Spider-Man swing around with him. If you get it just right, it's pretty cool. That's and cool. then his ult is he launches because there's zip lines all over the map. So he'll launch. He can make his own just a huge one that the whole squad can ride on to go places. What? So yeah. how, how well does it do like the game, I guess with the placement and the logistics behind the zip line? Oh, it's it's the the zip lining is like the best part of the game. So you get a good pathfinder that can like no one expects like anyone to be on this roof that you can't access otherwise. But if he zip lines up there, then the whole you have your whole squad sitting up there waiting for people or you you can just get places that no one else can get to. It's really cool. That's really cool. Um, And then you have Wraith, um, who's the one that like ever all like she looks cool. She's really cool. Um, she Naruto runs, <laughs> which oh, no. is hilarious, by the way, when she's carrying a sniper rifle, because in one hand behind her, she's got this giant ass rifle <laughs> in one hand. You're like, girl, your poor wrist. What are you doing with your life? Well, she's been working that out a lot. I guess, you know, it's crazy. Um, so her passive is really cool. So there's voices in her head. She's crazy. So if someone aims their gun at you, all of a sudden the, your voice will like go through your headset around you. Someone's aiming at me. Or like if someone shoots, you know, she'll, someone shot at me or um, we're being looked at or someone tar- marked us because you can ping like targets and stuff. That's really cool. Yeah. The pinging is something that I think they should bring to Anthem and the Division. Personally. To every game. Literally since playing Apex, any game I play, I'm like, why can't I ping things? This is the best thing ever. You can, um, I'll, I'll explain that after, after the characters. Um, and then if someone's like really close, you'll be like, someone's near me and it's really freaky, but it's super helpful. So her tactical is she can like void shift. So she'll turn almost invisible and she's just like this blue streak and she can like get out of somewhere and she's invincible while she's doing this. It only lasts like a couple seconds, but so she can just Doesn't get out of there. Her rift or something like that. Yeah. So then her ult is she drops like a, like a portal. So one in, and then she can run off and la- like you have 30 seconds to get where you want. And then the whole squad or anyone actually can go through the portal back and forth. How long does the portal last? Probably 20 or maybe a minute. Maybe a minute I, or two. Remember, 20 or a minute. One of the cool videos that I, <laughs> yeah. that I liked uh, was they're running as the circle is closing in. And so what she does is she throws out a portal and then she she keeps running. She throws another portal, and one of the guy, another person is coming up behind her, and she grabs the person and throws them through the portal so that they end up coming out the other end, past the circle, and dying. Oh, that's that's something different. Oh, that's um. So when you down someone, you can either just shoot them to just totally kill them, 
where every character has a finisher move. Uh-huh. Where it's like a like a cinematic move or whatever you used to actually uh-huh. kill them. So one of hers you can unlock is she like beats the hell out of them and like screams and like opens a portal and like throws their corpse through it to like your body's completely gone into the void. <laughs> uh, it looked cool because it looked like he had thrown a portal down and then grabbed the person, threw it through as the circle. That'd be awesome, up. though. I've had times though where like, like you can use it for all sorts of things. Like I had uh, a friend that was down and I was in a situation where I was like, I'm going to die. And so I dropped one portal and then went invisible and flew off somewhere else, dropped the other portal and they were able to, while they were down, shimmy over, crawl, go through it to get to me behind a rock. So I quickly revived them there. And then we got him healed up. And then everyone out the enemy team came through the portal and we were just standing there with shotguns as they came through. I remember she didn't grab the person. What she did is she turned around and she was leaping over a rock and threw the other portal in front of them. Oh yeah. Through the portal and came out behind them. That's incredible. Now he's just making stuff up. Yeah. No, I that. Well, (laughs) <laughs> no, but so there's there's no fall damage, but you can fall off the map. Mm-hmm. And so there's people that figure out like the exact corner and so they'll drop the other portal there and then bait enemy teams to chase them. <laughs> and they like come out the portal and fall off the map. <laughs> That's great. Oh, it's so good. And then someone discovered if you if you put a portal in a doorway, right as someone comes out, mm-hmm. if you just close the door, it instantly kills them. What? It's a weird physics thing. But, like, you can do it to your... So everyone's just doing it to kill their friends and laugh. So, like, I got a portal. Get out of there. Get out of there. And they'll just be waiting there to close the door right when their friend comes out. That's <laughs> terrible. Oh, it's awful. Don't um, you, like, boot the doors open or something like that? Yeah. So if you, you can... A thing a lot of people don't realize is the doors have... You can damage the doors. Mm-hmm. So if you kick them or throw a grenade at them, they blow up, and then you can just go through. So what a lot of people do is while they're healing... Because the door will open whatever direction you're looking at it, inward or outward. So if you're healing and you don't want someone chasing you, you like go against the door. And you're just looking at them out of the side of your eye, like while you're healing. Like, please don't come in because they can't open the door with you right there. <laughs> so that's what everyone will do is they'll hide against the door and look at you through the window while you're healing. And so you can just run up and no one thinks about it. And you just kick the door open and they just look at you and go, hey. <laughs> It's a lot of fun. Um, So we already covered Octane, who's the new character. So Mm -hmm. the character I play is Bloodhound. And (laughs) I love Bloodhound. So um, her... uh, It's it's weird. The character's a a guy, but the voice actor's female. But it's... I don't don't know. It's not confirmed anywhere, like, which way it actually is. And they're completely covered in like armor and they've got like the Titanfall pilot mask on with tubes going everywhere and stuff hanging off them. They look super Mad Max. It's awesome. Um, So Bloodhound's passive is um, if anyone's been in an area or done an action in the last minute near you, you can see the footprints and how long ago they were there. So you can actually track people or like someone opened this door 30 seconds ago or they looted this or someone healed here or someone died here. Like they're all different icons and you can ping them and your personal voice line. Someone walked through here 
or someone opened this door or someone died here, you know, so you can give your people information. Um, uh, their tactical is they like slam a thing on their, on their wrist and it sends out this pulse. And if anyone's in the radius, it'll like glow them for half a second to show, Oh, there's someone near me. So you, you can track That's people cool. and then find them with that. Um, the downside to that is it like everyone on the map can see the pulse. So they'll know where you are, but it's real. Like if you're already in a firefight and you're trying to find people, like it's really good to do it. And then her ult is the most hype thing ever. Uh, she she like screams, "I'm hunting you!" And like her vision goes red, and like red electricity goes. Her hands go in front of her face, and she's like, and screams. And then everything goes black and white, except. It, like anything for the last two minutes is bright red wherever people have been. And the closer you get, the wider the prints are. And then people are actually, it's like the digital threat site where no matter, like if you can see them, they're glowing red, their whole body. So you can see people through smoke with it. You can hunt people down. You just like the ultimate hunter at that point. And you're just like, I'm popping this and I'm rushing in there and I'm shooting everything I see. It is so hype. It's too bad you don't turn into, like, a werewolf until you can, like, pounce on people in that mode. That would be super cool. Yeah, that'd be... That'd be great. Don't judge me. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> but Screw yeah. you. Oh, it's... She's so... It, they... Wanna, they're so fun. <laughs> it seems like it would be fun. I've just never been a big Battle Royale person. Neither have I. That's- that's the thing that gets me is like the the, ugh, the pressure behind it. Yeah, well, that's you know once like because I've I've never liked battle royales ever. Um, I recently had to try Fortnite because my daughter wanted to play it, so I had to learn how so I could teach her, and that oh, yeah. was that was terrible. Um, luckily, she realized what it was and was like, "I don't want to play this." She'd seen huh. some YouTube videos, so she thought it was just the funny dances, and she <laughs> saw buildings, so she thought it was like a better-looking Minecraft. Sure. And then once uh, she realized what it was, she's like, "I don't want to play this." I was like, "Yes," but I had to learn how to play it to teach to teach you. Hey, um, you know, let's get her Conan Exiles. Yeah, that's <laughs> so. What you do is you grab this guy and you strap him and you torture him for days until he becomes your servant, babe. I mean, she's got to learn somehow. Oh God! Actually, I think she'd be good at it. I have, I have a story in a second. But, <laughs> oh dear! <laughs> really good. But um, but yeah. So I tried, like, I tried the black the the Black Ops BR. I hated. I I have not liked BRs. And this one popped up. It was free, and I was like, well, I mean, might as well try free, right? Right. And I I I just think it's the fact that it's it's like the the heroes, you know, you you have or the legends, you know. It's like Overwatch and a battle royale together, almost. Mm. And for, I don't know. It's it's hooked me. I don't know. I don't know what, but I'm really. Well, I mean, it. if you like it, go for it. Yeah. I never thought I'd like a game like Overwatch. That is true. <clears throat> that is actually that's a really good point because you you were very very adamant about not probably enjoy, when they first announced it. You're like, I don't know if I'd like that. I was like, nope. Mm-hmm. And then you See, went all for it. I did about from the very beginning. Mostly because Blizzard. I really like Blizzard. I have a love-hate relationship with Blazard. 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 But yeah. Yes, yeah, so that's all the legends. And um, it's it's really cool to know that there's a lot more in the works. And 
totally changed the game and it's been cool. <laughs> yeah. It's cool. I'll, probably, I'll, I'll pick it up. The next time you guys probably do a tournament, I'll probably pick it up. But... Well, I mean, you just have to download it, Russell. Yeah. Yeah. It's free. I mean, yeah. It was actually, it was really funny too, not to like, this isn't like a PC's better than console thing because I'm not one of those, like, whatever. It's just, it's basically the same to me. But it was interesting in the tournament because with mouse and keyboard, you, you can move really quickly. Mm-hmm. And so um, it was interesting watch, like, we were f- moving crazy fast, working our asses off to win. And then you'd watch, like, people on PS4, and I've, I've played a couple rounds on it, and it's like, everyone's just you know, kind of running and they're all like walking and aiming down sites. And it's, it's a very tactical shooter on console. Whereas on PC, you're like slide bunny hopping, jumping everywhere with shotguns and flailing around. <laughs> I thought that was interesting, but yeah, that's interesting. Yeah. It's, it's really it fun on console. Cause like overwatch, you see the same thing. Yeah, definitely. Well, it's being, being able to swivel 360 degrees with just a flick of your wrist changes everything. Absolutely. It's crazy. So, Although I've seen people do it on PS4 and it drives me nuts. Well, I mean, you've got to have your sensitivity all the way up and then... Good luck, Amy. One, <laughs> one, one wrong move and the world ends. Yeah, you're like, okay, I'm just going to adjust my aim and I just spun 900 degrees. Ah, shit. <laughs> so I was, I was playing Overwatch the other day. Uh-huh. This was a while ago. By other day, I mean like... Three years ago. ago, yeah. Um, and so I was I was playing just some quick plays, and I was doing pretty good. I felt pretty good. I was like, oh, okay. I was like, all right, I'm, I'm not as rusty as I thought I was. Put it on the uh, competitive mode. Yep. So bad. A whole other world, dude. So bad. You a rusty bitch. Well, with placement matches, it's everyone all together. And then that it figures true. out how good you are. Were you placed already or were those placement matches? And then you're just playing people that are more in your area. Right. And then it's not, yeah, then it's not like that. You can have... starting there? I noticed that when I Ooh. try competitive, and I've done it a couple times, it the first couple placement matches are just brutal. And then the game knows where to start putting me and then it's much better. Yeah. I think last yeah. time I did competitive i was high gold which shocked me i'm like oh wow okay yeah i don't play enough of that you placed the same place i did the last time we we did it together then yeah that's the rough part with the placement matches because you could be in like you can be a match with someone that's like barely played the game or you're playing against the best person in the world (laughs) yeah I do. I do enjoy it. I, if I had more time, I, I really enjoy Anthem. So really, the extra time <clears> I get, I'm usually playing Anthem. I wish I had more time for Overwatch and stuff like that. I have just been flipping between Overwatch, Anthem, and the Division this week, just based on what I'm feeling. Yeah. And I, I confess I have not played Anthem in a few days, and I'm just like, oh god, I miss it. I want to like shoot stuff. It's just so good going from flying to oh, plus I'm excited with what they've got coming up over the next couple of months, so I'm quickly trying to get 
up there. And plus, they increased the loot drops for Masterworks and Legendaries. Well, in GM1 and 2, or sorry, 2 and 3, not GM1. I got... Or, or did they I, bump it up in GM1? I'm pretty sure they... I, I don't know if they did, but before, mm -hmm. I the only way I was getting Masterworks was Legendary Contracts. And then I got on today, and like I said, I only got to play for an hour. I did a bunch of public events, and I got three Masterworks within like an hour. Oh, wow. Well, son of a bitch. That's pretty legit. So I was like, uh, they, I, it, I don't know. I mean, maybe they didn't bump it up, and maybe I just got lucky, but I was like, dang. So I'm, I'm at like 553 right now. I'm about to bump up to... Uh, Grandmaster 2 when I get the chance. Dude, that's awesome. Yeah, that's amazing. Awesome. Yeah, that's I huge. Would like, I would like to be legendary by the time they start rolling out the Cataclysm in May. Yeah, so you can yeah, really get that hard. That's something I need to start working on more. I, I Like I said, I, I usually put on... It, it, it's The great thing about Anthem is the mission Quick. is pretty short. Mm -hmm. uh, so... I can get in there. I can play for 20 minutes. Like I, if I'm waiting on Lindsay, which doesn't happen very often, but if I am, then I can just throw that on real quick. Maybe do a mission. By the time she gets done, I'm ready to go. Mm -hmm. um, or I can, I can sit there and just do contracts and missions and over and over and over again. And it's to me, it's, I, I don't really get bored too much. Of course, I only usually get an hour or two at a time. Right. So yeah. it's not like a, playing 50 or 60 hours but i still feel like i'm gaining a lot it's not quite it, it's not as bad of a grind as it was a little bit earlier and i like that i would much prefer to have more loot and just be looking for those specific things that i want you know yeah. grind for those okay this is the build that i'm going for so i'm going to grind for these particular uh assault systems or whatever yeah uh then have to grind to get a masterwork or get yeah, that, a that's why i like like our show when we talk about this stuff because we are the player base with like the least amount of time to play and mm -hmm. so if we're going at it in our little time and going i feel like i'm gaining things and i'm really happy where this is mm -hmm. i think because there's too many people out there that are just the I play for 100 hours a week and there's not enough shit and blah, 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 blah. Or, there's not enough of our level. Oh, no, you're good. Yeah. Well, no, or or they get their opinion or they form their opinion based on streamers and I'm or content creators. And I'm like, eh, you just stop. Just stop. Take that mentality and apply it to every game that's come out in the last twenty years in the gaming industry, and maybe two dozen of them would stand. The rest would be shit, garbage, awful, nothing to do. Um, I was over the moon in Anthem when the legendary contracts each guaranteed a masterwork for completing them. I was over the moon. I'm like, wow, if all I have time for is like 15 minutes today, I could jump in, do one of them, and get a masterwork item. For sure. Guaranteed. Guaranteed. It might not be a good roll. You get one but... every other time that you do a contract. Every time you complete a contract for one of the factions, you get the ability to pick up a legendary contract. So they're pretty free. Well, you, 
Well, you get... Don't you get one legendary contract from each faction each day? Oh, I did... I, I, like I said, I usually only have an hour or two, so normally... <laughs> yeah. So you're doing the one oh, contract. And... I do these contracts, and then all of a sudden, I have purple contracts that I can pick up, and I'm like, oh, cool, I'll go pick these up. I like That's purple. That's funny. I, yeah, I it's, it's, it's one I, one yeah. for each faction each day. See, I, I thought it was just because, oh, I've done a contract. Now they've given me a legendary contract. <laughs> That's fantastic. And thus, a lesson was learned. Yeah. That's awesome. Well, um... Another another thing that that's come out. Um, we're not gonna. I want to do like a, a whole show when we've experienced more of it. But just initial thoughts with Division Two. You want to jump in there, Nick? It makes me happy. Mm-hmm. You and I have talked a lot about the fact that you know the first Division game was a lot of fun when we first picked it up, and it didn't didn't really stick with us because of how the end game worked at the time. I know it changed. We just didn't really experience that change. It was more the um, um what were the the incursions? The we, I loved the when we got to the end we were like just grinding missions over and over for loot. I liked that, but the mm-hmm. the incursions were the thing. I was like this is not Yeah. Fun. We just it, yeah, it was it was not. Anyway, um I'm really enjoying DC. I'm not really far enough into the game to tell you an opinion on what I think the story is yet or how I think the story is. Because at this point, it's just like, hey, you're the new sheriff in town. Literally. Literally. (laughs) And I'm like, oh, okay. Um, Something about the Shade Network and bringing it back online. Other than that, couldn't really tell you. Not a bad thing. Um because it's episode one, you know, more or less. Basically, the game's going to yeah. be around for a couple of years. Uh, games as a service, I think, as, as, as the gaming community, we're going to have to get used to that idea that at launch, it's not going to be a complete experience, period, um, story-wise. So that's something I'm adjusting, especially with this game, because I, I think I've logged like 24, for, 24 to 30 hours so far, and I have no idea what the overall plot or what the hooks are, other than oh hey, you showed up in DC, you know, help. Um, I'm not a fan of that. So it's 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 a little little different, little different, not well, a th- bad different, well, just th- different. Yeah, well, I think the I don't know. I look more of the um, games as a service thing as basically rewording the fact that a game launches and you buy DLC because I feel like the base game's there, and then instead of calling it DLC, it's just more story content later on and that's fine yeah i don't like it when you don't have a completed chapter of a story oh like it's on purpose like we're gonna purposely not have this so we can put it in later see that that irritates me a little bit especially when you leave things unanswered or uncompleted specifically so that you can get people to buy the dlc where where it goes through a story and it's like this story isn't like you i can understand having a like a book series you gotta have the first book and have completed the first book though give me a conclusion i like how his hair shakes i'm gonna i'm gonna fundamentally disagree with both of you and i think that's okay it is okay i don't go fuck (laughs) yourself yeah right because i think the 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 way the way it's going and the way it's being pitched this whole games as a service idea is 
more, it's, and I guess I'll talk with the two things that are currently occupying that space in my brain is, is the Division Two and Anthem. Mm-hmm. The idea is your game, think of it like the, the first season in a TV show. And the game at launch is the pilot. The rest of it comes later. The rest of the show comes later. You've got to keep playing to experience that. And with the Division 2 specifically, all the DLC is free. So mm. it's not like you have to pay. I know Destiny, I'm not counting Destiny in this because I think they do it very differently. Bungie's done it very differently. Completely. And s- story, I will say, the Destiny storyline face value in-game is a far cry from what Anthem and The Division have accomplished. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm not even counting Destiny in this in my my like a little mold I've, I've I've built for games as a service. But I feel like what Anthem and Division are doing is 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 the 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 TV show analogy I, I made. Like the game at launch is the pilot. The rest comes later. The pilot episode of a TV show, yes, it's its own self-contained story, and it can it can end there. And there's obviously questions because you've just been given an hour taste of something that will last for 22 hours um but there's more to come Mm. and so that's the i think where the industry is is heading and i'm okay with that as long as they don't charge crazy prices for dlc oh absolutely i like the way the division's doing it because you don't buy it you buy early access to it which whatever i'm not a progression raider i don't care yeah whatever i i wouldn't be able to play during those five days anyway so (laughs) right like okay well and i i agree with you but i i like and i i think i think we're kind of saying the same thing i have no problem with games as a service but i don't like when they 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 do it destiny one the first destiny to me Right, and I'm not counting Destiny because I don't think they pulled it off. Unfinished. Yeah. You only got the finished story when, it, and not just that it felt unfinished, but it, it didn't even feel like a completed chapter of a book, or it didn't feel like a completed book in a series. It felt like we got half of an event, and then we didn't get the other the other things until later on, which which was a little annoying. I mean, I still played Destiny, and I enjoyed the heck out of it. I'm not saying it's I, I just hope that that doesn't necessarily become the norm, not specifically Destiny, but I hope that it doesn't become the norm where they have, here's half of a story, and you get the other half when you buy our DLC. Yeah, and that's that's different, you know, because there, there's, and I, I think the big thing why, like Nick brought up Anthem and Division is because there's, there's games as a service that do it right. But sadly, right. there are a lot of games as a service that don't do it right. And because there's so many of them, that's why I think you had your reaction the second the words games as a service was said. Right. Because sadly, and, there's and, a lot uh, of games that are uh, like, we're purposely only going to give you this much at launch so you can go later to get, you know, way more. Whereas, you know, Division and Anthem are doing it right. Yeah. Whereas here. Yeah. Here's a crap ton, and then later on, bleh, here's a crap ton more. I really like the way that Anthem did it because it didn't feel like you were. 
like it was leaving things out and it's only until you get to the last moments that it's like oh crap this is only yeah. like the first chapter in a story see it, as long as they can fool me up until that point that this is this is a complete story this is this is fulfilling and then it's like oh crap this isn't even this isn't even this is the beginning of a story Right, if they can, if they can hook you in, I think is is the the crux there. If they can accomplish the hook, mm-hmm. well, if they can, the they can make it feel like a completed story instead of an incomplete story, or at least make you make it so you're satisfied. Like, yeah, well, that's what I'll, I mean. I'll admit, like my my TV pilot analogy doesn't quite work because there have been plenty of TV shows where the first five episodes, I'm still like, okay, where's the hook? Mm-hmm. And then the season finale for the first season, that's the hook. And I'm like, oh, you're playing the long game. Yep. Okay. There's okay. A, just like I mean, there's good cliffhangers and there's bad cliffhangers. Supernatural, it used to be such a good show. Oh, well, let's just not game. even. I'm not even going there. <laughs> yeah, we're not touching oh, that. The, the first few seasons are really good, like the first couple. I watch it out of self-mutilating obligation. Me too. <laughs> I watch it and I go, why am I still watching this show? Because it's the same thing every season. And then at the end of it, you're like, well, either Sam or Dean is going to end up dead or their soul's going to be ripped out of their body or something's going on. My biggest problem with that, and I've been on this tirade about storytelling lately, and you can ask Jake about it if he's ever on the show again, but when direct, um, how can I phrase this? When, when your primary plot device is main characters not talking to each other or not sharing information, you need to stop writing. Yeah. Well, that your, your primary device. Why did they bring back the mother? She should have <laughs> stayed dead. Oh my They're, god! Okay, no. I'm literally not going to talk about supernatural. Oh, I cannot powerful. bring back Bobby. I'm fine it's, with bringing Bobby back. I love Bobby. It's so, not worth it. With with the it's TV not. show analogy with games as a service, it's kind of I like. Um, you know, the, the point is coming up where it's like you know, there's there's good pilots and there's bad pilots. There's um, if there's a TV show where someone tells me you just got to get past the first five episodes and it's really good, I'm not going to watch that show. That's, Parks and Recreation, though. That's bad writing. Parks and Rec was the good hook. right off the bat. Exactly. Just I saying. did not like the first season. I oh, still I loved, loved it. it. That's your problem. But that's the thing. If, like, like Nick said, the hook. If the hook's not there. If your games as a service or your game, if I'm playing the first, if someone says you got to get past the first 10 hours, and then it's really good. You're like, that's just poor writing. If you can't hook someone at the beginning, uh, that's fair. That's like, um, and I know, like, I, I watched later stuff, and I, and I liked it, but like, when Breaking Bad was the thing that, like, if you didn't watch it, you were going to hell and burning in a horrible fire. People would still won't watch it. Put you on a cross. I watched the first episode, and I was like what and then that's someone was like just gotta watch six episodes and it gets really good i was like no that's just shitty writing it's the same thing with games it's games I, I, service I, 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 yeah no, game gaming period if you you just which is it, why it, it, division stands out in anthem because they did it right well, game, you're hooked games doing that kind of thing outside of the mmo genre mm-hmm. hadn't really been done until what maybe destiny d1 
the, yeah. the idea of a persistent world game as as a service like mm -hmm. you're you're going to continue playing it in the story maybe i'm wrong i don't know um, Lovely, but I, I feel I, that was the first time it ever like came yeah. or i came across that was the first destiny because before that it was a so, really contained experience where you bought little packets of dlc things but yeah right well, definitely was also the and, i mean it, it's an mmo well so. outside of it well it's not I don't MMO though. Yeah. Like I can't. I've called it that, and it's not. It really isn't because that's doing a dis. I feel. Oh, this is weird. It's it's doing a disservice to MMO developers mm -hmm. because mm -hmm. like like give give Blizzard with World of Warcraft Battle for Azeroth right now. Like yeah. they, I've been keeping up on the storyline even though I'm nowhere near the current storyline with my Horde character that I just recently rolled. Um, each major patch. The story development that's occurring is unprecedented in World of Warcraft, and and we said that last expansion about Legion, They're like killing. holy crap, like killing. it's nuts what's happening in that genre with that game specifically. Lord of the Rings Online with their story development, each patch expanding the story, like that was common there. And the the, the key difference is, well, you either buy each expansion at premium costs so 40 to 60 dollars in some cases or you subscribe to the premium membership and in the case of you know world of warcraft it's it's both um that really hadn't hit i feel console games trying to adopt the same idea until destiny for sure and i feel like destiny for reasons we've discussed on the show when when we were primarily a destiny podcast <laughs> um <laughs> Like D one, the storyline it was finished, and they pitched it to executives, and they didn't like it, and they rewrote it in like sixty days, and it was a piece of shit. All the background lore was still there, and that That's was all, incredible. and still remains to be top notch. But the game at face value, even Destiny two at face value, leaves a lot to be desired. I, and I like they're that. the pioneers of this this idea of persistent world game as a service. So it's gonna be bad. Like you look at the EverQuest, uh, arguably the pioneer of the MMO genre. Their storytelling was a bunch of bungus. Like, okay, there's no story. Yep. You could go play that game and you'd never know who anyone is. You'd never know what's going on. Um, so, but then you've got games like or developers. Let me rephrase that. Like massive Ubisoft and um, Bioware. They're outright calling themselves, yes, this will be a games-as-a-service model. And then they know, and they've, they've hopefully, as far as story is concerned, learned, and they're approaching it from a different angle. And I'm kind of excited about it, mm -hmm. if you can't tell. And I'm totally rambling, and I'm so sorry. Oh. It's kind of like, it's kind of like being able to delve into a book series. Yeah, you know, yeah. you you sometimes you want to be in that world for longer, and well, hopefully you want to be in that world for longer, especially if you're strapping in for a fourteen book series. Right. That's but a, you know, better hook you. That's the thing. I mean, you know, you want to spend more time in the world. I want to spend more time in the world of Anthem. I wanted to spend more time in the world of Destiny, um, because because I I. You, Especially with the lore and things like that, you begin to become invested in what's going on. Like, yeah, 
that's where I think this this idea that games are now trying to do the same thing that TV shows and books have done forever outside of being a game series, you know, where it's it's a year to two years between chapters. You know, it's it's interesting because not only do they have to develop hooks storytelling wise, they have to develop hooks gameplay wise. Like what is going to keep you picking up the controller and continuing to play? What is going to keep you booting up the computer, sitting down with your keyboard and mouse and continuing to play? And, you know, loot is arguably the biggest hook. And, and how well can you accomplish that without minimalizing the impact of obtaining something new? And so it's this interesting, like Bungie, I feel, nailed that aspect of things. Oh, absolutely. They did not nail the story hooks. See, Anthem, I, 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 Anthem I, nailed the story hooks. And the loot is, is up in the air for me right now. Because I love what they're doing with everything. But I, I need more variety. And I need more this. And I need more that. Division, jury's still out. Because I'm only level 16. I have no idea what the hell's going on. Haven't even explored half of DC yet. I like the loot system for Anthem better than I like for Destiny. Because I felt like for Destiny, especially getting up into those upper tiers... It was so. It was such a grind to just even get the equipment, and then you ended up having to use equipment that you didn't even necessarily like, or had the perks that you wanted that yeah. ended up there. Whereas I feel, I, I feel like with Anthem, because what I've what I've noticed is, you know, you have your masterworks in there. Yeah, that that level bumps up a little bit, but at a certain point, it kind of plateaus. And you get okay. This is this is all pretty much of the same level. I don't I don't know. I I've liked what I've seen of Anthem's loot a little bit better. Feels like it's easier to grind for it because I feel like I'm actually getting rewarded instead of grinding for hours and hmm. still going up. This just this a little, little smidge, yeah. Yeah. Well, the thing, yeah. The thing Anthem nailed, Brett. Uh, not Brett. Sorry, Russ. You and I talked about this a couple nights ago, you know, a week ago. I don't know when we were playing randomly late at night. Mm-hmm. Repeat drops and anthem matter, which is new to me in a looter shooter, aside from or a loot game, aside from like Diablo, because the the bonus rolls and inscriptions they're called in anthem are different. They're random, and the percentages. Not only is the is the effect random, but the percentage is random within a certain scale based on your level. Um, so if I get the same thing five times in anthem. I'm not mad about it. I will excitedly look through all five of them and pick the best one. Right. And maybe the one I've got already is is better. And then it just makes me appreciate the one I've got already even more. Mm-hmm. Whereas five of the same thing in Destiny make me want to punch someone in the vagina. <laughs> <laughs> well, and then and then you have the I whole wish I had a vagina crafting system where you can you can once you have acquired the blueprint, you can go and create an item that you want and just recreate it until you get the right rolls. Yeah. Could you right. imagine if destiny actually had crafting? Oh my God. That the, would, yeah. Awesome. Divisions crafting is really good. I'm really I've good. Been an agent running around. I don't sell well, anything. You, I deconstruct everything to craft. Mind you like the crafting while you're leveling is really kind of vanilla. Like, yeah. okay, well there's nothing special about it. It's just an alternate way to gain equipment to fit different slots. Mm-hmm. Um, but I've been running around from the get-go using crafted equipment. Oh, yeah. And, which is exciting. I enjoy that. I like being able to craft equipment to progress through the game. Because oh. it's like, oh, I feel I feel attached to it, and I feel like I'm 
I don't know, insert some inspirational quote about grafting here. Well, and see, that was... I'm rambling. I'm sorry. Stop. Okay, before we continue, Nick, since you just apologized again, I'm going to read a message real quick from chat from Risen Phoenix. He says, Nick, stop apologizing for getting into the current discussion on your podcast. It's not rambling. It's deep discussion and passion, you turd. Don't apologize. <laughs> it's, it's, it's an audio format. Dude, get into it. You're good. I accept your criticism, but I feel like I'm saying the same thing repeatedly. We like your voice, though, so if you could just, when you're repeating yourself, whisper, that'd be great. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. Hey, do you know what this whole topic started with? Initial thoughts on The Division. Let me give you mine real quick. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm so sorry. This is usually the way our, our discussions end up. I know, that's what, it's, I feel, I I feel it. like it's been a really good discussion, though. It was. That's why, like, don't apologize, because that was a real... It went from just initial thoughts on Division to a really good conversation about games as a service, how hooks should work, how everything should be together. That was a really good conversation. Um, we're just running, running, <laughs> running on time here. Uh, Jay says Russell's the one that needs to apologize. <laughs> Yeah, Russell. Damn it. What the? <laughs> Supernatural. Um, you owe us all an apology. But, um, he's watching you. you. Let's do it. You and me. <laughs> 1v1 me. Rust, 1v1. Um, Red Dead, right now. Let's go. He just, he's, he's kicked your ass on the podcast before. <laughs> that was like two against one. I need to make my triumphant return to game show episodes. I, I haven't been on one since before time began. Yeah, you haven't. The last time you were on one, we won. I won. You were there. Oh, okay, crap. we won. Yeah. Guys, division. <laughs> yes. Yes. Um, I think I'm only like nine hours in. I have had like no time to play. But what I have played, I've been... You know, and again, like we loved Division One. There was there was the end game. You know, the the one part of the end game that we didn't like. But um, the thing I'm loving is that there was all there's a lot of there's a lot of games out there that like they launch. There's issues. They fix them. They release the second one, and none of those fixes from the first one are there. So it's also broken. Insert Destiny Two. And um, <laughs> but like the cool thing with Division Two is there's all the things they updated Division One transferred over and then they added on to that. So at launch, that's, I've been just like blown away. That's a killer point, and I, I guess I didn't even think to bring it up because it just felt like I I literally feel like the screen went black in division one because my same division agent got the alert to come to Washington DC and then it faded back in and I continued playing. Yeah. Cause it's, it's just a flawless, but then just a little better. It's not like, Oh my God, I can't believe they still haven't fixed this or this or this or this, which a lot of games, you know, that happens with. And so that's one thing I'm loving. And, and the, like we just gushed about division one and the aesthetic in the world. And something me and Nick talked about the other night is it was gorgeous, but you could hide a lot of environment behind the snow. Yeah. And in DC, there's no snow. So it has to be even more detailed than New York was in division one. And they, I mean, blew it out of the park. It's just, 
it is gorgeous. Good. The lighting, the weather effects when it rains, like everyone moves different and they're all hunched over and, and like it's everything beautiful. gets wet and I get wet and it's just, it's, oh my God, it's so good. That, and I'm, I'm proud of the fact that, okay, I'm not proud of it. I'm very, very happy at the fact that they, they're, they're in Washington, D.C. Okay, Washington, D.C. is the location. What's in Washington, D.C.? All the beautiful architecture, sure. The Capitol building, sure. The white horse, sure. The giant obelisk, sure. Homeless people, sure. Sure. A bunch of dogs, sure. Sure. No. Museums, the Smithsonian, the, the Museum of Natural History. <laughs> okay, thank you. Roll back the clocks to the dog time. No, they use that. Like, all I have to say is Lunar Lander, Mars, and Space Shuttle, and Massive and Ubisoft. You, you win. You win. You win. You utilized what you've got and built some of the best set pieces I've ever fought bad guys through. And let's just say I've fought a lot of bad guys through a lot of set pieces in mod day. Yeah. What were you going to say, Russ? And then we'll jump into an email. Oh, I, I was just going to say when, when I played the demo, that was one thing that I did like because I might be in the unpopular position here. I was not, I wasn't a big fan of the gameplay. You just got butthurt because you couldn't take out the armor on a bad guy. I, it wasn't that, like the whole time I was playing, I was like, this is okay, but it's not, I, I just, I'm not, I'm not a, I, cover shooters are not a thing that I enjoy a lot of. That's fair. I can understand that. Yeah. That's definitely a different game style. Fan, I, I wasn't a huge fan of Gears of War either because it just, it felt very, it sometimes felt very boring because you go from cover, mm. shoot, new cover, shoot. Now, one thing that I, I didn't understand completely is, is you constantly had to be moving and you couldn't just stay behind one cover because the AI was did well enough to, like, they would come and flank you and stuff like that. That was interesting. And it would probably be more fun if I was playing with other people. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I, it was it, it. It just wasn't something that I was like, "Ooh, I've got to play this game." Um, but um, I, it did look really good. I loved the UI and the way when you came up to a mission, how it had, it kind of had that interface with the world, and as you moved, it just looked good. Mm-hmm. It all looked really, really good, and I did like that. I, th- I think but, I think if you picked it up and, and played with people, I think I think you'd really enjoy it. Probably, but I feel like I would get bored. It, it, I, I, it was a game that while I was playing it, I was like, okay, this is interesting. It's it's fun enough that I'm you know I'm going to continue playing. Mm-hmm. But I I didn't want to pay sixty bucks and then get bored with it. Yeah, I understand completely. Conan mm-hmm. Exiles, cough, cough. Conan Exiles, cough. I played the heck out of that game. And the only Ooh. reason that I stopped playing... I know you did. Nobody else was playing with me. No, no, no. My point was I picked it up because I thought it'd be fun and I played it for a couple of hours and I'm like, nope. And then I never touched it again. And I got it for 60 bucks. So what? technically, you owe me 60 bucks down the drain, Russell. So buy the division. 
It wasn't my fault that you just Don't stopped getting you. on and playing with me. I'm, I'm just being a dick. I know, I know, I know. Well, how, honestly, though, how cool is it that, like, if you're into looter shooters, you have an option that is right. first person. You have an option that's third person oh. free roam, fly around super quick, or third person cover base shooter. Like, that's really cool right now. If in just that genre of gaming... You have all those options. It is well, such a good time to be a gamer. You've you've also got Warframe. Like oh yeah, it's it's such a good, such a good genre. Which is also game. still a third person free everywhere. So I guess that still counts, right? Space Ninja. Yeah. <laughs> but they're all very different too. Yeah, I mean you're going to compare. They're looter shooters, but they have they they. We have something that'll appeal to anybody, which I think is what you were getting at. Yeah, exactly. I know. It's because there's not, it's not just like, if you like looter shooters, you're probably just going to like this one thing, which is how it's been in the past. It was a a dark time, you know, and and now we have, and that's just one genre of gaming. If you like, you know, open world fantasy things, there's a whole bunch of them. There's Sekiro. Oh my God, that looks so good. No, I want the. Isn't the other one the one that's like even more dramatic and cool? There's two samurai games coming out. Uh, Ghosts, uh, yes. I haven't heard much on that one. Sekiro, I'm really interested in. The Ghosts one looks more interesting to me. That's uh, that's a Dark Souls. The other one that looks really good is Ghosts of. It's Ghosts of something. Ghosts of Sushimoro. I don't know what it's called. I want to say Shinobi, but I don't think that's it. It's it's a I think it's a Japanese location, but I can't. Russell, you've you've convinced me. I'm starting at Bantham right now. I'm going to complete my legendary contract. There you go. Probably going to jump on. (laughs) But um, oh, before before we read the uh, the email here, Russ, I saw something this week that I thought you'd find really interesting. Okay. Um, this streamer on Twitch, he is the first person he played all the Dark Souls back to back without getting hit once and beat what? Without getting hit once. So wait, did he? If he got hit, was the agreement that he would start He'd over? Start from the beginning? over from the beginning of the first game. If he got to the last Mother. boss fight in the last game and got touched, he's it took him two hundred. He's been doing it forever. It took him two hundred attempts. And this week he he made it. I'll find the video. He like it happens, and he like lose breaks down crying, falls off his desk. His dog runs up to see if he's okay. He's like holding his dog and like ball. I did it. I made it. It was it was crazy. Wow. Yeah. I don't. I honestly don't know how he did that because I can think of a couple. I can think of more than a couple of bosses in the Dark Souls series in particular that impossible to not get hit so far as you understand i can't think of a way because uh gosh uh i can't remember the name off the top of my head uh the one lady she's got the side that's 10 feet long we we don't know (laughs) And then, and then, and then you've also, you're fighting her and this giant who's running around trying to smash you under an urn and he's stuck in his chair because he's too fat. That's rude. 
Then there's there's Manus, father of the abyss, who annihilates you real quick and has the most uh, also also Dark Eater Madeir. Holy, because I don't. I, yeah. yeah, apparently you just got to be good at video games, I guess. Russ. I Russell know. is going to try it now. <laughs> no, yeah. I'm not. I'm sure like a montage will be made at some point. I'll send it to you. But yeah, I yeah. just thought like I saw perfect. that. And I was like, that's insanely cool. After half an hour, Russell with a massive beard, mind you, half an hour. What year is it? <laughs> yes. Yeah, just uh, watching some of that Internet porn. Look, look I, I love video games, but I am not a masochist. That's, and I that just, is a little too much. But you, I mean, we've had this talk. Like the, the the Dark Souls community does. I mean, beating it on a rock band drum kit, a DDR yeah, they, pad, the yeah. Xbox fishing rod controller. Like people are nuts. <laughs> I That's impressive. Yeah, it's been a while since I played it. I'm gonna have to. I really want to pick up that remastered. Can you imagine? <laughs> That's my wife snoring. Just so everyone knows. Um, <laughs> Can, can you imagine though the feeling of getting to the last boss, and then like he has no health because you know that's probably happened, oh, no yeah. health, and then he got hit and had to start over. Can you imagine? Well, you know, because because even when you're you're okay with getting hit, it's like it's usually it's that last little bit, and you're like, ah, I got this, and you get greedy. Yeah, because like it's over. Ash you, and you're like, it's over. It's finally over. <laughs> I'm glad you're here with me, Sam. I do remember strawberries. I do. I do. <laughs> All right, we gotta let's let's start wrapping up here, guys. Um, no, I got time. I still got stuff to do tonight. We've got an email from Laz here. He says, "Oh my God, it's you guys, the Just Some Guardian guys. I can't believe it's actually you." Oh wait, yes, I can believe because I email you on a semi-regular basis. Whoops. Anyways. Since I have zero clue what kind of week it is for your show, that's uh, definitely changed now. <laughs> yeah. Uh, here's a generic question. What is your favorite song that's been converted into an 8-bit form? I find myself always enjoying Panic at the Disco's I Write Sins, Not Tragedies in its 8-bit form. What is your favorite song transformed into an 8-bit version? <gasps> Can I answer that? It was, yeah, that, that was the point of the email. <laughs> let, me re- let me rephrase that. Can I answer that first? Sure. Sure. I have two. Um, so one of them is um, Shut Up and Dance by Walk the Moon. Okay, I'm sorry. My wife is killing me. This is Keep going. <laughs> Shut Up and Dance by Walk the Moon. Yeah. Um, I love, love that song, and I love the 8-bit conversion that you can find on YouTube. I'll try and find the links, and I'll throw them into Discord. Yeah, I don't think I've heard them. That would um, be awesome. I'm going to find that. It's one. Jake's ringtone. Like, for me, it's it's awesome. I love it so much. Uh, but then my other one is, so there's this group that I love, because I love power metal, and, like, epic, nerdy power metal. So there's a group called Glory Hammer. Yeah. That is, is, like, my favorite group of all time. And they have a song called... I'm going to uh, mute. Keep going. <laughs> they have a song called Rise of the Chaos Wizard. And uh, its 8-bit rendition is absolutely amazing. So you should check out Glory Hammer. They have two albums out. Their third album's coming out later this spring. 
Um, they're amazing. If you like nerdy music and awesome stuff, check out the music video for the Chaos Wizards. But anyway, yes, uh, the 8-bit version of that is. And Brett, are you losing it because Lisa's snoring? So crack the sky asunder. I would say start calling her Hoover, but she might take offense and take the like get the wrong idea. <laughs> it's so good. Russ, what's your favorite eight-bit song? Um, I don't know if this counts, but there was there was a guy who took uh, like the uh, the floppy disks, and he did Africa by Toto, or yeah, Africa by Toto. Yeah. And it's just, it's a bunch of 8-bit, uh, not 8-bit, it's a bunch of floppy disk cassettes, and it's... It's it's really cool. That is a really good song in 8-bit. I don't, I don't know if that counts. song ever. What did you say, Nick? It's, uh, it, Africa by Toto is like the best song ever. So, I won't argue. It's a really good song. I don't know if it's the best song ever. It's the best song ever. Because Bohemian Rhapsody is really, really nope. good. Bohemian Rhapsody is not a song. It's Freddie Mercury's coming out story. It's also a song. Not really. It's more of a story. As a song. <laughs> I'm trolling. Yeah, I'm trolling. As a song. <laughs> I was helping I was helping Goat Russell on. Technically, all songs are stories of some kind. Technically, if all stories are songs and all songs are stories, then all lambs are pieces of cheese. That's why I sing my books. I to shove my foot up your ass. Does you Lindsay like know that. you use that language, Russell? You know what? You shut your filthy mouth. <laughs> uh, quick. <laughs> Be quiet. Don't say those things. So, um, did you already answer? Are you done? I'm done. No. I'm done. Go ahead. Okay, good. Good. I, I totally stole his thunder and lightning. My very, bad. Very frightening me, Galileo. <laughs> Galileo. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Anytime. But, um, so, uh, for every nerd talk, I've done an eight bit song as the intro and outro. And I think so far, my favorite one has probably been, uh, actually, since we were talking about queen was don't stop me now is incredible as an eight bit. Mm -hmm. That would be cool. Now I know you don't listen. Hey, no. <laughs> It's I, don't, I'll, I'll, I'll participate. I participate in the shows. Why would I want to listen to my very annoying voice? Because I could see you counter arguing yourself. <laughs> yep. <laughs> the reason that I don't listen to it. That's probably a good point. That's um, fantastic. It's really good. That. So yeah, I'm gonna have to look, that. look it up. It is so good. I'll send you guys. I'll send you guys a link. Like but uh yeah so i think i think as we're at time here let's go ahead and, and end this thing time do we have a typical running time i don't even know time. usually around midnight yeah Sometimes. usually we're For about you? an hour and a half well, western time zones i hate you all ain't it yeah usually we're about an hour and a half wow i feel like we record forever brett get off of pornhub i can't I help it, it. You can see the Discord call. So yes, talking to you guys is like watching porn. No, on the other computer. You say Oh no, that's um <laughs> the one nobody Pornhub, come on man. Clever girl. <laughs> I mean I know you got a bookmark, but that's no reason to pull it up while we're talking. 
So I will say, I don't know if this means it's weird or not, but like we're jumping into Anthem after playing the division and watch for a week. The muscle memory is 100% still there, even though I changed my Fire Lord to not Fire Lord. Fire Lord. Perfect. Okay, let's end this thing. Um, Hmm. Nick, where can people find you, buddy? I am on the Twitters at SandbagBob. I am also on the Discords. I don't know what my idea is on Discord anymore. SandbagBob. Oh, it's okay. Aren't there numbers there? Don't you have to know my digits? Well, I mean, I'm the only sandbag Bob on the Just Guardians Discord. Yeah, I'm there. I hardly ever do anything in Discord other than, like, come in and be like, what's going on, guys? Because I don't read it, and I don't know what the conversation is. Like when Evil J makes a clan for us in Division and tags you and goes, hey, I made one for you. And then the next post is you going, hey, guys, I made a clan. Whoops. (laughs) I totally, Wow. Are you serious? Yeah. That's why you scroll up. <laughs> Are you se- wait a minute. Are you serious? Yes. Yeah, he tagged you and everything. <laughs> I thought it was hilarious. It was so good. Wow. Yeah. I'm an asshole. Yeah, yeah, he messes me. He's like it wasn't mad. He just words like he never checks Discord, does he? I was like, no, he never no. checks Discord. Oh my god. Jay, I'm sorry. So yeah, he del- he deleted it, so yeah, if I if I ever need to tell Nick something like relating to our D and D game, I have to message me individually. It. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah. I send it to the Discord group, and then I send Nick his own personal e- his own personal message. Make way for Prince, Prince Nick, because I know he'll never check it. Five minutes before yep. we start playing, Nick will go, "Hey, what's going on tonight?" This is what <laughs> just the last three hours of talk. No, don't worry about it. <laughs> You know, at least at least I'm me, and I'm fearlessly shameless. Uh, but no, seriously, Jay, if you're listening tonight, I'm, and if if you listen eventually someday, I am very sorry. I did not realize that you already had a plan that makes the response in Discord make so much more sense now. <laughs> I am so sorry. <laughs> That's incredible. It was literally his post and then your post. Yeah, so yeah. good. Oh God! Oh. Hey Russ, where can people find you? Um, you can find me on Twitter at drjex. That's J E X. O seven two five. I'm not checking, so hopefully that's right. Uh, we're gonna go with it. If not, at seven two five zero. But you know, you be the one. You figure it out. Um, mostly, I post about D and D and Anthem because that's what I'm doing lately. And my wife, but you know, post <laughs> you post about your wife. Uh, yeah, um, right. the hell, and, man. Then, uh, you can find me also on the Discord. I'm a little bit more active than Nick, although not much more. But I do scroll up. So <laughs> you, can, at least able to you know what? <laughs> I'll fight you. Let's go right now. You, Storm you, versus Interceptor. You've earned this one. It's okay. <laughs> yeah, it's seven two five zero. Uh, there are some digits after that, but you know, whatever. Yeah, whatever. Um, I, I'm most frequently in the D&D channel because, as Brett may have mentioned, I DM for these guys on Sunday at 6 central time. Lately, we've had some issues with streaming on occasion. God, I'm surprised this is working tonight. Uh, me too. It's been um, really irritating. Yeah, because the last couple of weeks, things have frozen about halfway through, and then Brett breaks his computer and then stops off. Or like last week, where it 
shut down three times before I was finally like, I'm not streaming, I'm just going to game. And then as it was restarting, it shut down mid-restart. I was like, you know what? F this. <laughs> and I grabbed my daughter and threw her in the car. Where I'm like, we're going to find Division 2 and we're going to buy it. And then we had to go to three stores to find one in stock. And I was like, this is not helping my mood. <laughs> um, you still need to find out what your sword and your armor do that you got. Yeah, I'm... Um heard some things about the armor i'm interested anyway um yeah so you can find me on the discord or you can find me on twitch uh those are twitter. where i'm often at twitch you have a twitch channel gosh i need to start the twitch channel just so i just so you, just so you get it right <laughs> you suddenly have like a million followers on twitch <laughs> oh my God. Uh, nobody cares that much <laughs> i do anyway <laughs> all right well thank you all for watching episode 64 Wait, where Justin the hell Gardens. can people find you i do it at the end of this spiel every you fucking week scroll up scroll up i'm like wait a minute no he is 64 oh, yeah. of just some guardians <laughs> when we do this show it's there's no set day this happens our lives have been nuts yeah. um i'm no longer gonna say every thursday night because some weeks it doesn't happen. Sometimes it's Friday. Sometimes it's Saturday. When we can do the show, we're doing the show. We're adults. Hello. Um, that's twitch.tv slash just some guardians. When we go live, I will post it on our Twitter, which is at JSGcast. Link to our Twitter is a way to get into the Discord where everyone's at. You can tag Nick and he'll have no idea. And we'll just move <laughs> forward with our lives. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, we're on iTunes. We're on Podbean. Uh, it's been a long time. I haven't checked iTunes in forever. I'm going to do that right now. Um, before we get to iTunes here, as for myself, I'm Elmer Fudd. Uh, you can find me on Twitter and Twitch at Elmer Fudd Games. Double M, double D. <sighs> there we go. All right. Here we go. iTunes. It's going to be covering the stream. We're looking at this live. No, I do not want to download whatever you want me to download. Would you like to try a free try? <laughs> Would you like to? Tr it's it asked me to download iTunes, even though I opened the downloaded iTunes. I don't I don't understand. <sighs> Would you like to download a download? Yeah. Hey, I heard, bro, I I heard, heard you like, you like downloads. downloads. Yeah. Would you like to download a download full of downloads? Ah! What the heck was that? <laughs> that was that was Jake talking in his sleep <laughs> jake went stop you crazy person uh no no new reviews since january guys nick yeah. what can people do on yeah. itunes so if you leave a review on itunes and in the the preamble of your review i don't know somewhere in your review you request that the review be read on air in a certain voice in a certain accent I'll do it on air, as written. Even if it's poor English and grammar, do it as It'll written. It. No matter what it is, we um, will attempt it. Did we ever do it? And if you if you don't give me a voice or an accent, because I'll read all the reviews on air, um, we will go to the website that gives us the top twenty voices or voice characters or whatever, and we'll roll a d twenty, and I will do that voice. That's how we got the Joker, isn't it? It's true. Oh, really? That is how we got Because we got Shrek first, and I'm like, I do that voice. And they did the Joker. That happened. With the Risen Phoenix, yeah, that was good. 
So there we go. Oh, that was a good one. Do it live. Even, Leave a review. Even if Make you me hate do us. things I will regret. We just want to read stuff. We need content. If you hate us, one, I don't know how you got this far in the show. Good for you. <laughs> Second of all, just tell us you hate us, but ask for it to be read in a funny accent so we can read it. Give, Cuss give us out. I don't care. Them to never allow me to run. Exactly. All right. Just go for it. So but there we, we go. Negative and positive criticism. It's true. Yeah, we it like is. it. All of it. All of it. Um, mm. Russell. Especially it's bigger and blacker. But... All nine of them. <laughs> Russell. <laughs> Take us out. Uh, join us next week on Just Some Guardians for utter incompetency and mutual chaos. Yeah.